people who bid <laughs> four days before it closes or whatever, like, yeah, are yeah. are the Don't. worst people in the world. Yeah, like, yeah, I got to work together. Yeah, there's no way your bid's gonna hold. It's right. All right, sorry that that needs to be said during eBay Jersey talk. All, All right, right, let's yeah. get into because we're just I I need to open another beer and I'm frightened. <laughs> Union Gold, scored by AJ and Luke, the Goofy Brothers. All right, hey guys, Stupid Brothers Podcast presented by the Brotherly Game. I'm AJ down in Fredericksburg, Virginia, joined by my co-host and my brother. I am Luke. I'm up here in Philly, and it is episode 108. Welcome to 2022. Yeah. We're only 19 days into 2022, so it's about <laughs> time we recorded. Yeah. Uh, you know, Luke's busy being a husband now. and Yeah, big, big moves. Yeah, congrats, man. Um, he got married. Uh, yeah. Nothing's new in my life, so... Uh, that's that's got everyone caught up on the Doopy Brothers in 2022. Um, Luke, any New Year's resolutions for you personally? You know, people always are asking, like, "Hey, tell us more about your personal lives since we don't know you." <laughs> no one said that. Um, I don't think I've, I've I don't think I've ever actually made a New Year's resolution for myself. Um, so I don't. I am actually gonna go start going to the gym. That's not really a resolution, but I know that's kind of a common one. But I'm that's a thing that I'm going to do if that counts. Yay, you know, why not? Why not? Let's put it on the board. We'll uh, check in next year, see if you got to the gym. Yeah, we'll see. It's only a block yeah. away, so, you know, odds are it's going to happen at some point. There you go. You? Anything for you? Um, Just, uh, you know, a couple soccer ones. I want my jersey collection to increase to 60. I'm 60? 60, yeah. Wow. How old are you at now? Uh, I think 38. Wow. Somewhere in there. Like okay. high 30s. Yeah, wow. I feel like last time we talked with this, we were in like the 20s. So that's a, that's an impressive jump you've made. Yeah, we don't talk often. Um, <laughs> and and I want us to go. I've got a couple others, but you soccer related. I want to uh, go to a Union away trip. So uh, we've got the schedule. Luke, put I... you on the spot. Which dream away game do you have on the schedule that you'd really like to go to? Okay, so first I'm gonna I'll list the two that I am already planning on going to this year, um, which is Toronto at NYC, um, which I'm excited about going with my my wife. Um, <laughs> but Dream Ones, I I still, it's all it's just the the, the big the big you know stadiums like Portland, um, Seattle, LAFC, Kansas City, like the 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 the, the, the cool soccer atmospheres. That's what I want to see. Um, and then maybe some of the new stadiums like Columbus, Cincinnati, Nashville, like those, those seem like fun. Austin is up there now too. Um, but yeah, I think, I think it's really just, I want to see go places where, with those cool soccer atmospheres, not so much like cool cities or, or the best teams or anything. Cool, man. Uh, terrible answer to what's your dream away game for the year, because you pretty much just listed all the away games, but, um, (laughs) yeah that's true so you listed that What's, one do, that you, do you have a dream a singular answer to that when i was looking at the schedule i was thinking may in la would be cool lafc uh kind of like a uh, rematch of that game that ended the world 
um, <laughs> with the with the Glesnes bomb. And then later in May, you do get Portland. Uh, either of those May May trips will be good. There's also May. May's just like kind of stacked. You got uh, two, four, six games that month. Busy month. Nashville. Uh, but I'm, I'm not really a big Nashville kind of guy. Um, but then the other one, I, I just keep hearing great things about the Cincinnati Stadium. We see them in August. And I think that's got a cool, uh, you know, Chris Albright will try to kidnap the rest of the Union players at that point. Him right. and Union. It'll just be cool to be like part of the rescue squad that helps rescue the Union out of the city <laughs> of Cincinnati after getting that win. Are so you think, how how interested are you in Charlotte? Because that's like a new a new team. That's there's always something exciting with a new team, but it's a it's a football stadium, but it's also kind of close to at least to you. Is that one um, that like jumps out to you as like a, a must see? Like you really want to go down and see? Uh not jumping out as far as like a must see, yeah. but jumping out as a convenience, you know, stay at our sisters and make yeah. an, a trip out of it. Mm -hmm. I think that'd be a, a favorable ask of the wife and you'll learn about that kind of stuff as you get into your marriage. My wife but, surprised you with two, two trips already with that. that I, I squeezed the, the New York game into the, the one trip, but the first one was all about the going to a Toronto FC game. So marriage life is looking good so far for me hey man hey just it'll, it won't last i'll just tell you that just as a <laughs> happily married guy i have to say that because i think she's got this room bugged but uh yeah it'll never last anyway let's get into uh union stuff um preseason's kicking off yeah. seeing pictures of uh players kicking soccer balls it's always fun. Um, on the same team that's pretty cool uh julian carranza is in the pictures, which is pretty cool. What what else what else is sticking out to you right now in uh, the middle of January? Um, so there's just you know a lot of rumors, a lot of speculation. But before we dive into those, what are your thoughts on the Carranza pickup? How do you feel about him as an addition? How like the union pulled that off? Like what what does that make you feel about this? Because this is the, the really the only offseason move the union have made so far. Like what what what's your take on it? Um, I. I, I... My take is, <laughs> I'm not gonna be too whiny. I'm not gonna be too, because <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not gonna whine about this at all. Because okay. I think it's awesome, okay? Okay. Because I, I think a lot of people complained because it wasn't exactly what they wanted. But at the same time, if you asked us a month ago, what do you want? We would say a striker and he's a striker. And what about that striker? Well, we want him to like have some value. Like we want it to be someone who, uh, you know, has some potential and who, and, and we got that in him. Now, Grant kind of went about it a different way than many people, anyone would have really thought of, but shouldn't we just be giving more credit to turn to Ernst, to Ernst Tanner for uh, kind of like figuring out a cool way to get a, uh, not, not a high profile striker, but a striker who potentially could develop a young guy who could develop into something that you know people around the world have seen him to have potential to be like i think i think people were annoyed with the way it went down but mm -hmm. i think people just are annoyed because they're just people yeah i think it's also like it, union twitter in the offseason we're just trying to find things to, to discuss and analyze and this was really all we had so people were, were, were diving into it um but yeah, I agree. Like, there's really not 
a negative to this signing outside of the fact that Union didn't spend a bunch of money on him, which really isn't a downside, but it's just it's just always like a the Union's MO is to not spend money, so fans want them to you know spend the money on on the striker. But yeah, this it, Carranza he could be great he, if he's not. We spent like very little money on him, and it's a loan, so right, it's yeah. really it's really not like a big investment in this guy. But he has a lot of potential, and it's it's great that we were able to capitalize on the weird Miami situation where they just had to like you know clear their books a bit, so we were able to swoop in and grab him. Um, but he you know fills the need in striker, obviously. But he's also a player that under Jim Curran could really thrive because Curran and the Union system is, is way more stable than my whatever Miami was doing last year and the, their entire existence really. Um, and Curtin could be able to, you know, get him in the right spots and put him in in a position to, to, to be successful, which he's done before, with, especially with younger players like him. So I I, I think it's it, there's a lot of potential in this, and it's exciting. And be, be with it being so cheap of a move that there is it leaves leaves room for the union to make more acquisitions, and and even in the striker position. Because so it's. I mean, not that like that's guaranteed to happen, but it's it's definitely a a very likely scenario. So I I, I really I, I think it's it's exciting, and he could be a very exciting player for us. Yeah. Um. An interesting thing, listening to another podcast with a Miami dude. Um. He did mention that Carranza does better as a solo striker, mm-hmm. so that could be kind of a tipping the hand towards leaning into a Christmas tree type formation, kind of moving forward, or or just giving more thought to that for a season long thing. Um, I, uh, but that was just something uh, Miami's a mess. We haven't talked about Miami for a while. And I think, yeah, that's your favorite subject too. Yeah. Cause like, isn't Pizarro gone? Uh, I don't know about Iguain, but hopefully he's still there. Cause he's kind of trash. Um, the other, the other Iguain who was good in MLS, I think he's retired. Cause he was, I think, wasn't he the older one? Yeah, the older one retired, and then the the fat one. <laughs> enough said, but yeah, man. Like I feel like without Pizarro, I don't know, man. That's I don't really think there's too much that threatens them, threatens me from them. But I know yeah. they just also find someone else. So it's good, know, good analysis. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's how the people tune in to hear me talk about Inter Miami <laughs> with like half of an. It a half-baked information <laughs> yeah man. let me break it down all right <laughs> might as well just put me on twitter right <laughs> all right um, so uh, there's also been a lot of really just rumors about some some players leaving um uh, on that list are fontana wagner casper and stuart finley um it fontana you, you were saying he's he's in italy yeah he's uh yeah, he was on a gondola earlier today. <laughs> but it was really wow. funny. That came from a, a uh, someone found his girlfriend's TikTok, and she was saying that he was on his way to to Italy after New Year's. So she wasn't wasn't really celebrating the New Year's. So that's that's a fun if, way to to break a a player move in, in in these days. And if you aren't following homegrown's girlfriends on TikTok, are you really a fan? <laughs> I just want I just want the union faithful to think about that. Like if you're not, like get out of here. Um, on that note, yeah. I 
Brandon Aronson's girlfriend just fo- followed leads on Instagram, apparently. So well, we're going to talk about Aronson a little later, but there's a, another another note on that. Yeah, I've got a I've got an Excel sheet with all of the homegrown's girlfriends and who they follow on different social medias. If you want that link, you just hit me up in the DMs. Um, <laughs> it's pretty extensive. So I haven't gone to work in two months. Um, <laughs> anyway, it sounds like Fontana. Uh, the last thing I saw from like some Italian publication was that uh, he might be getting a contract. Um, I was looking at that team's uh, jerseys. That was the first thing I did when I saw that he was tied to this Italian team as like a Scully or something. Pretty clean little kit. Uh, no ad on the front. Always like that. Nice, nice. Um, but yeah, what about the the other guys who are murdered? I know Finlay. He's been kind of knocked. His boots have been knocked around as far as going, staying. Going back to Scotland, I believe. Um, yeah. Just getting more playing time. Like that's really like understandably he he wants playing time, and he's been stuck between behind two of the best center backs in the league. So hasn't really been happening. And both those guys just got new contracts. So maybe for his best interest he he might be looking for a move but nothing serious or has been reported about uh moves or offers for him um that's been in in, in the media um other guys casper recently was reported to get an offer was reported uh for casper from chicago for about a million dollars that they was was in the the rumor report um and it seems like he's interested in a more long-term contract that seems like the union are somewhat reluctant to give him um so maybe he, he could be on the way out and then kai wagner again has expressed interest in going back to europe and he's he's so talented that that there's there's got to be a bunch of interest in him but again nothing has been super concrete in terms of offers or at least reports of offers yeah and like I don't know, like how much of it is actually real and how much is it just agents trying to, you know, fluff their players' feathers up a little bit. But, right. I mean, you know, yeah, I like you, you could see, see these. Sorry, yeah, go. I was just going to say the Casper thing seems the most. Well, I mean, I guess Fontana, but the Casper thing, since he actually was the one saying it and it was like in print and whatever, like that, I guess, is legit. But uh, again, like we're, it's January 19th. We don't have... Nothing's been announced, so uh, I mean, how much, how much can we really know? Which know. which guy would be most concerning for you to leave? Out of those, let's go with those three. We'll we'll take Fontana out of it. Out of Wagner, Casper, and Finley, who whose departure would be concerning to you the most? Uh, Wagner. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's yeah. Just I think the biggest thing is who who plays that spot when he's gone. Right. And I, yeah, I mean, I guess that's, it's also like kind of intriguing because it's, it would be probably be a bunch of homegrooms that would be fighting for that position. Granted that no one else would be signed um, because it would be between Matt Real if he accepts the offer that unit seems to have offered. Um, Sorensen, the, the incoming homegrown. And then, I mean, Nate Harriel played on the, on the left side in the, in the last playoff game. And obviously that was because of, a depleted roster and and he was forced into that position but he played well so maybe he could play on the left and, and fight for for that side if Baizo locks down the right side so it, i mean, I mean that, th- that's interesting all those guys yeah. are interesting to see so that's like obviously Wagner is a, a top left back and losing him would be a would, would hurt but we're always interested in seeing the, the next homegrown step up to to 
to make their way into the starting lineup. So there's intrigue there. Um, Casper leaving, there's, there's been, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Just going to say, there's definitely history and pedigree behind the union playing a right back at left back. <laughs> That's true. For a while. Because Ray, Bizo, Harriel. But it's like, with Harriel, it's like, I mean, he hasn't really started his professional career yet. Like, you, you could say, like, he hasn't got a whole lot of minutes, so maybe they can still mold him into a left back if they really need him to be and if he can play there. Um, but I don't know. There's, there's, there seems to be a couple options there if, if mm-hmm. Wagner were to move. Yeah, and I would hope that we're kind of beyond let's take a player and mold him into a different position, just calling back to uh, the Aaron Wheeler days of taking a striker and throwing him at center back. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I mean, that's what that's what I am right now. But you know, <laughs> there's other reasons. Um, all right, let's. I kind of want to dig into the Casper stuff because there's been a lot of talk about him on on Twitter that people are are really trying to analyze his, I don't know, career with the union uh, because of the the rumored move that like people are fine with him leaving. There's 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 a lot of takes on Casper. And basically, I want to I want to ask you: Is Casper a good striker, and has he been a good striker for the Union as a whole? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, can I plead the fifth? Sure. I don't want to like just lose uh, a bunch of listeners, but no. Um, I, I'm I'm kind of oversimplifying all the discussion about it, but that's but that's yeah, kind of the yeah, general yeah. consensus. I feel like I've been on the record, kind of saying that he doesn't cut it for me. Um, uh-huh. I think. He's, I think he's had a good career with the union, but I think it's been inflated compared to other strikers because he's also had the best surrounding cast around him. Um, you know, like other strikers haven't had a lockdown defense where midfielders could just focus on or could put more focus on the attack. And, you know, he, he got to be around for the Aronson years. He's gotten to benefit from... You know, we've got two fullbacks who bomb up both sides, sending in crosses at, at a rate higher than most in the league. And so he's mm-hmm. he's been good at times. At times, obviously, he disappears. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying anything new, but I think his stats look good in Union World because he's been in kind of um, inflated by what's around him if that makes sense yeah no it definitely does and that's a good point um thank you <laughs> yeah and i i definitely have always been more of a casper defender um because yeah like he's been the most i know he's been inconsistent but he's still like kind of been the, still the most stable as as a striker because if he's not scoring he's still doing a lot of other things on the field which is why Curran has kept him on there kept him out there basically uh, like all of his defensive work and his ability to press and play within the system is what has kept his union career alive maybe more than his scoring abilities even though he is if he stays another season he's most likely going to break Latou's record for the most goals with the, the union and I know we're still a youngish franchise and the, this, the record isn't a crazy high number but that still means something. And I mean, Latou was, is, is still like the most cherished union player in history, uh, arguably. So it, it is interesting how, how Casper's legacy is, is really uh, split 
with within union, union fan base. But uh, yeah, I think you, you brought up a big great, great point that it's like really he has benefited a lot by the the cast he's a, he's a part of. And if you know if you put like a Latou in a prime Latou in this union team, he would have a, probably a, a, so many more goals because he was scoring the goals he did score on a pretty me- mediocre union team. Right. Yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Speaking of strikers, uh, how about the uh, on Twitter the guy. <laughs> The guy whose friend is an agent who had a player assigned with the union, but it hasn't come out yet. I just love, I love the friend of the agent who's got a player. Like that's, it's that's the breaking news that union Twitter is getting right now. And, and union Twitter jumped on this, and this is such a small, like, indirect rumor. And but we were all over it, and people were trying to figure out who this player is. And it's probably most likely like a U two, like union two player that like you know they'll get on the cheap and he's not really gonna amount to anything if this is anything but it's right. it's really funny that like we're we're just so thirsty for union transfer or transfers that any any mention of the union and a player will be picked up by union twitter and be sought out to find out who this guy is yeah that was yeah that was I mean, there's there's so many good good uh, rumors flying around and ways to find out now. Yeah, gotta... it's 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 fun. It's fun. Yeah. Um, the other side of the ball or the other side of the field, the center backs. How about that? You know, being center backs or defenders ourselves, mm-hmm. it's good to see the center backs getting some love this off season. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it it, it feels really good because it's like we the union last year, like they they were banking off their our center backs basically. That those are the guys that really kept the union good this year I, our, our whole defense as a whole so locking down those two is it feels really good and makes it feel like this team is gonna be successful for a long time with with those two guys at center back so and that's it's so it's really well deserved and, and and good on the union to give them give them the money that they that they earned yeah uh would you get a jake or a jack not jake jack elliott jersey <laughs> i guess i don't know if we're allowed to to, I know. I saw uh, on Twitter we were told someone called us out and said not the Doopy Brothers, but yeah, like our buddy Ed. Um, yeah, I mean, I, Elliot, he would be a good jersey. Like he's he's stuck around long enough that it's it's deserved. So uh, he might be up there. But I know we. I feel like last time we discussed this, like there are a bunch of homegrowns on our our list of potentially uh, next jerseys. But Elliot, Elliot is creeping up there definitely. Yeah. Um, I already have a Glesness, and that that one's not cursed. He's done okay since I've had that one. Our, so both of our past Union jerseys have been good. You got Glesness. Who was your... My my most recent one was Blake, and he's been killing it. Or well, obviously was you know has been killing it forever, but it's he's not going away. So yeah, yeah. I guess I guess that's fair to say he's done well. Yeah, yeah I guess he's a pretty pretty solid player, <laughs> Mr. Andre Blake. Oh, oh. all right. <laughs> Ah, cool. Let's uh, yeah, let's take a break. Yeah. Uh, yeah. After this, we'll get some goofy stuff. Uh, I think the union are about to be punished from Don Garmer Carver <laughs> for not utilizing the MLS draft, and so uh, you're gonna want to come back and find out ways that Don Garber might or may not punish the union. <laughs> Hey guys, Doobie Brothers Podcast. Thanks for listening. Second half of the, of the uh, podcast. You know it's about to get silly. Um, 
So I got an email from Don Garber. (laughs) (laughs) And he said, dear AJ, thanks for your support. That's it. (laughs) And I was like, cool. Closed it. Then he emailed me again. Dear AJ, sorry, I forgot to send the attachment. And the attachment was classic. Um, He said, he asked me if I had any opinions on these punishments for the union for uh, continuously blowing off the draft. And I I said, Donnie, I understand. And uh, let me read over these and talk to my listeners. And I'll, I'll get back to you about what would be the best punishment for the union. And uh, so here, here they come. Okay. And Luke, did, did you get any emails or is this just all in my inbox? I mean, I can check my spam, but I, I don't think I did. <laughs> okay. All right. So I'll talk to you and uh, you just let me know what I should tell Don. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. would be the best. Cause uh, he sent some interesting things. This one was a Seinfeld reference. And I thought that was kind of clever. Um, back when George was with the Yankees and he suggested the cotton jerseys. So all cotton Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know how familiar you are with that, but um, yeah. Oh, I get it. Yeah. It, cool. Yeah. Um, this one was interesting and, and it's a good visual. He said the captain needs to wear the armband around both wrists. So he's got his wrists like tied together. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, Okay. <laughs> Because at first I read, I was like, that's weird. But then I realized, oh, that's hilarious to see, like, um, but the way running around with his like handcuffs, basically. Is that what you're saying? Basically, yeah. <laughs> and then I was thinking in front or behind. Uh, I don't know. Maybe depends on whatever Donnie's thinking. Um, the other uh, this other one was pretty aggressive, and I don't know if it's for one player or all the players, but one cleat. One cleat for one all cleat. the players for all the players and i was like wow don that's like really like it's just a draft and so who would you give it to if there was one player who would you give it to just to only wear one cleat yeah uh oh (laughs) i oh man now okay i have my answer is it martinez no it's glezis's right foot because he can hit a banger he, can, uh, he, he has to. He, if he if he hits a banger without a cleat, I think he would break all his bones on his in his foot. Mm. Okay, I was thinking. Oh no! So I, I I read it as each player only has or they only have one cleat on their foot. Oh, I thought you meant one cleat for the entire team. <laughs> no, so I read it as. Uh, oh, this is good content, by the way. <laughs> um, like. Oh, God. Uh, Jose we're, we're digging into this topic. This is the topic we're digging into. <laughs> yeah, we have nothing in the front front end, but this is where we're going to get deep. Oh, uh, like Jose Martinez, uh, everyone else gets to wear two cleats on the field, but Jose Martinez only gets one. But like, he doesn't care. Yeah, and that's true. Just... He would be the player that would be unfazed by that. Yeah. The only thing is, I, I would hope he'd be able to like get traction enough to still go. And anyway, um, next one. Uh... <laughs> oh wow, done. This is funny. Um, a goalkeeper with an eye patch. Okay. Interesting. Just, it, it's it's a perspective thing. It's science. Sure. Yeah. And it, it. I mean, honestly, it kind of looks cool. Yeah. It. It is a statement. Yeah. 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 It might be something we just should start doing. Um. He he was suggesting since it's revolving around uh the homegrowns a lot that they have to wear jorts. <laughs> what. 
Jean Jean shorts. The homegrowns have to. Is that yeah? Is that because is it a trend that's coming up from the homegrowns, or is that because it's a very very old thing? It's just something that he thinks will bring them back down to the college player level to Got which it. Got the it. union has skipped. Um, so I was like, oh okay, Donald, I gotcha. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, he he suggested this one. I thought this would not make a uh, James Jim Jimothy very happy, but he he was going to require Jim Curtin to wear Skechers on the sideline. Oh, that is uh, that is probably the most severe punishment of all these. Yeah, that's uh, I should have saved that for last, I guess. Wow, because this one I don't know. <laughs> uh, and then the last one at the bottom of the email was uh, all homegrowns we all home no all home games will be played with a basketball rather than a soccer ball. Oh, man. That's tough. That'd be, that'd be tough. Yeah. yeah. They're deceptively heavy basketballs. Oh, yeah. It's tough to kick one. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. And we've then all I been there. We've all, we've all done it. Yeah, we've all tried. <laughs> and then which sports ball for you, because I have an answer, do you enjoy kicking the most other than a soccer ball? Um, I'd go tennis ball, maybe. Hmm. Interesting. It's yeah, light, it's bad. small, and if you make good contact, it feels good. That's not a bad one. I was yeah. gonna say volleyball. Okay, yeah, that's. I mean, that's that's pretty much just a light soccer ball. Right. Yeah. It's just kind of yeah. like they just move a lot when you when you hit it. It's like it just yeah. knuckles a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they said uh, sincerely, um, Donald Garber. P.S. Love the pod. Keep up the good work. Oh, that's nice. Sorry, Sweet. no one listens. <laughs> well, that's good. That's, I'm I'm glad he he reached out to you. So that's yeah, some good stuff there. So, so yeah, if you've got any uh any suggestions, I'll forward them on to Mr. Garber. Yeah. Good. All right, cool. Solid. All right. <laughs> so it's being off season and union are, are are kind of a you know, bargain hunter type of team. There's we, we, we pulled up the the list of free agency eligible players. And there's a couple guys that maybe jump out to me, um, maybe could be interesting. It's it's probably unlikely that, that we get any of these guys because Tanner is not much of a shopper within MLS, uh, even with even with the Kronza move. Um, but did you get a, take a look at the list and any guys jump out to you that you might want to want to scoop scoop up? Um, yeah, I thought I thought you were gonna throw some my way. Okay, yeah, I didn't know if you had any to start, but I can I can start. I wanted to let you have your uh, little moment. Um, <laughs> it's less of a I moment. Just, but okay. I just got my moment, and uh, it was a flop. So, <laughs> All right. So, yeah, a couple of guys that I just scrolling through the list that I thought might be interesting. Um, one is contingent on the Kai Wagner move. Um, and Harvey? Damn it, yeah. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, you know, bring back a, a Union original to maybe – coach up any some of our homegrowns to to take his spot but i think that might be a fun veteran to pick up and probably pretty cheap um, right yeah if you pick him up you better have a uh you better have horn uh, Sorensen ready to go there you go um, yeah i think i think you do like uh maybe a 70 30 split if you're doing that where harvey's only in for 30 percent mm-hmm. and then i don't know if i want to rely on Sorensen for 70 percent but Maybe some mix of Sorensen, Harriel, Bizo, I don't know. But yeah. 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 But that was I, interesting. I think that, yeah. Yeah. I'd buy I'd buy a Jordan Harvey jersey. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. Um okay, a couple other guys. I think more this is more of the in the attacking side of the ball. Um because you know we still we might need another striker. 
And if we don't make the, the big flashy signing that everybody wants us to make, maybe we'll do some another another uh, cheaper pick from from within MLS. Um, so a couple of names I'll have to throw out: uh, Patrick Mullins from Toronto. I feel like he's he scored a handful of goals. Like he's had interesting um, like streaks of of scoring a lot of goals with Toronto, and it could be a guy that's still young enough that that Curran could get some get some life out of him. Um, um. I would say he's also streaky. I, yeah. I don't know if I want another streaky guy. But this would be just be part of the the, the union stable of roster of of strikers. This is, isn't wouldn't be a guy that we would be, have to rely on, but just another kind of depth piece. That's really what free agency is is okay leaning towards. Yeah, another guy that I, I I've always thought was supposed to blow up and get bigger, but really hasn't is Juan Agudelo. Right. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that one too. Everybody loves Juan Agudelo because he's the still probably like twenty five. Loves- what he's still i feel like he's still probably like 25 even though he's been in league for like 10 years yeah the reason everyone loves juan agadello is because his name is awesome yep it's really cool um and didn't he score like a hat trick in his first u.s national team game or something maybe maybe it was something like that and uh yeah he's 29 years old so he's not even like over 30 Mm -hmm. but yeah um i went to his from Jersey, so you kind of got that went to St. Benedict's. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, another guy that is is kind of an in the similar type of mold as him, maybe less of a need for the Union because he's maybe more of a winger. But but Kakutamane had also had like a really big little impact when he, you know, broke into the scene with with Columbus and broke into the U.S. national team for for a minute as well. But like, it's always seemed like a guy that always thought had a lot of talent. And you, if you can get him for pretty cheap, maybe he's he's worth adding to the striker depth because he, he he's a kind of a different type of player. He's you know fast and, and kind of a smaller type of striker than you know the big guys that we have. Right, right, yeah, and that's always been a name that's kind of bounced around. Agudelo did not score a hat trick in his U.S. national team debut. It was a he he was the youngest guy to score for the senior national team. That's what okay. it was. Gotcha. So I was just looking up. I don't. know. I don't need, I don't need uh, Matt Ralph texting me, correcting me. Shout <laughs> out to Matt Ralph. First of the year. Yeah. Nice. Uh, <laughs> um, All right. And then the last one, who's not on the list, but he's a player that is most likely on the move. Um, and is kind of a, it's, it is, is a bigger name. Uh, Josie Altador. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it seems like he's, he's doesn't want to stay in Toronto. It seems like Toronto has a lot of motivation to move on with it, move on to him or move, move him on. Um, but he's, he's older. He's definitely has a lot of injury problems. Um, maybe it would cost a little bit more than obviously than any of these other guys I mentioned, but how, what would you, how would you feel about a Josie out there pick up? Cause he would be like, maybe become the guy for us at, at striker. Right. Um, incentives, incentives, incentives. If that contract is incentive laden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say you can load up those incentives to three million dollars. I don't care, but I don't want his base salary to be anything that's gonna um, impact any uh, any other spot on that roster. Right. Um, but if you give him an, a uh, a contract that's incentive based, yeah, why not? Um, give him a shot to come on in here and uh, prove that he's worth it. But, he, I feel like he's a guy that like is on board with like the youth movement. I feel like 
within the national team he was like oh it always seems to be rooting on like the young generation coming up so i think he'd be on board with the the union homegrown kind of style um but yeah i think i i don't know i i think he'd be interesting yeah we need we need a homegrown striker that would be i mean yeah that that'd be nice um i don't know if there's really one coming up but that's definitely the the position that we haven't really developed or, or gotten from the academy yet yeah it's just tough. It's a striker. Every every team wants a striker. Um, mm-hmm. couple names that uh you didn't mention. Can I throw some at you? Yeah, go for it. That's all right with you. All right, cool. Um, Bradley Wright Phillips. Yeah, I was looking at him too, but he I feel like he's just so old. So old. Felipe, yeah. Felipe Martins. He. Uh, what does he play? I know he. I know. I feel like he's just like um a, a kind of like a. Isn't he like a defensive midfielder? Yeah, I think so. He's yeah, just, I don't know uh, if I want him. Like a bulldog. He's just like a... Yeah, I feel like we already got that. Oh, yeah. I mean... All right. Yeah, it's wrong. Uh, that's my... a the wrong answer. Wrong one to pick, so... Next. Pick, right, cool, pick cool. again. Pick again. All right. Uh, I got one that I'm going to save. Um, David Akam. Would you bring him back? <laughs> Honestly, maybe. He kind of fits the, the Kaguta Mane role, or style that i mentioned so like i i feel like i would have to where, go you, forward. But where would you play him he could be like a second striker like i feel like he's has the ability to play that kind of role i also think he's actually like is i'm pretty sure he's like in europe and not actually available um mm-hmm. but i i i know he had like a really not great time with the union but yeah. i think now that we have a very a more established team and style he would know what he's getting into and we have a better quality team that it wouldn't i feel like we were very excited about him because he was a big flashy signing and there is a lot of attention on him to to perform so maybe at 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 this with this union he would be less of the like the star player that we need him to score that maybe he would be able to find success more easily Mm -hmm. all right last one but i know he's he's also a winger though so i don't know Right, that's that's why I was like, mm, I don't know. Last one for you, and uh, this was one I thought you were gonna bring up, John McCarthy. Uh, I mean, so Bendix back, Freeze is there. We got Blake. I like. I mean, McCarthy's cool, but I, I just I don't think there's a spot for him. Gotcha. I was. In, I guess yeah, Bendix is back. Uh, that's what I was gonna say is move Bendick on move on from Bendick and bring in McCarthy but yeah I'd imagine he doesn't want to come back if he's not gonna be starting yeah I feel like Bendick has been playing much a, a big like veteran leadership role because I feel like what the, the home runs that we've talked to like I've called him out right with great yeah, praise so like I think I feel like he's a good locker room guy to have so I, I feel like there's value in him and even if he's not really playing yeah that's true 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 uh, uh, good call good call all right, let's talk about former union players. Go ahead. Yeah. About Mr. Former Guest of the Pod. Yeah, our guy Brendan Aronson could be on the move to Leeds. Um, apparently, they're very set on trying to get him. And they've put out an offer of maybe around $20 million. Um, That got rejected by Salzburg. But it seems like they're still going to be going for him in this January window. Um and it could be pretty cool. Uh, it seems like he'd be a good fit. Wonder Bielsa at Leeds. Um, there's another MLS guy there in Jack Harrison who's been pretty successful. Um, it'd just be pretty. It'd just be cool to see Aronson play in Premier League. And 
selfishly getting to be able to watch him more easily than seeing trying to find game Salzburg games. Um, it, I think it'd be cool if he makes that move. How do you feel about this one? Um, yeah, I think I think like you said, if, if it makes it easier to see him playing, yeah. I I mean I don't know enough about leads what their roster looks like how much minutes he'd be getting uh but if you're getting if they're paying 20 million dollars you figure they're they're planning on playing them um yeah i don't i don't know i don't know why well, and i don't know is it worth him going now compared to after the springtime like after uh champions league and stuff like yeah yeah that's i think that's the game mm-hmm I feel like getting those championship Champions League games is probably the most value he will get out of this season, at, like from anywhere he will he'd be at. Um, and I think there's also a factor of this is the World Cup a year, so if he's in a more stable system that he's familiar with for more of the year, that probably benefits him than like jumping into a new team, a new league, new country for half the season and then having. Well, I guess I guess the, oh, the World Cup's not until November, so I guess there's still more time right. for him to acclimate. But it, right. I don't know. It's it's also like an American in, in the Premier League is isn't always going well. Like you see, Josh Harden hasn't really figured it out with with Norwich, but um, you know, Pulisic is is doing decent. So it's it's who's to say? Right, and I mean, I guess I guess just speaking of that is like you don't know what he's going to be doing in the fall if he is with Leeds. He could he could be out of form he could be not playing and then it could hurt his world cup stock whereas right now he's pretty much um as valuable as anyone on that team yeah based on how he's been performing uh i mean yeah like it i i feel like it probably doesn't make sense to hold on to him this long but if salzburg holds on to him through the world cup that's probably best for keeping his form and getting enough minutes for aronson um it's, I don't. I don't see that happening though. Exactly. Just, yeah. Yeah. It just. It just seems like that'd be a, not a Salzburg way. Right. Right. And yeah, he seems to be performing well enough that that he deserves the move. But we'll see. It could be. It could come soon though, because it's the January window ends soonish. It's already over halfway through January, so we'll see what happens there. Maybe we'll be yeah. getting some Leeds jerseys. I. You know. Maybe. Yeah. All right, let's talk. Let's talk. Uh, our favorite thing. More jerseys. What do you say? More jerseys. More jerseys. And how many jerseys could it be? <laughs> so there's a lot of forty Union jerseys, and it's the the Bayou 2021 away jerseys, the the, you know, the light blue lightning jerseys, and you get forty of them. They look to be authentic and potentially all extra large but that's just what what's being shown um and man it, it, it could be a bargain but when i first discovered this it was for 200 dollars um it was you know it's a it's a bid so there's still a couple of days left but it was at 200 dollars. so that'd be what like five dollars a kit for 40 uh yeah so that's that's quite the steal um but since i tweeted that out and not that i i caused that um, there's been 29 bids, 29 bids <laughs> yeah. on that wow. in like a day, I, I think, or two days maybe. Um, and it's at 3:55. You didn't even let me guess, you son of a oh, gun. Sorry, sorry. I logged off of eBay <laughs> so that I wouldn't cheat. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, I got too excited. Um, but yeah, so it's it's jumped up quite a bit. That's still for forty jerseys. That I can't do the math. Still though. under, still under ten bucks a jersey. There you go. There you go. That's that's that's, that's interesting. Yeah. Very... So there's still two and a half days left. So I, this Saturday it should uh, expire. But I'm just gonna be entertaining to watch. That's gonna be my my entertainment is just watching the end of this bid. See how much these jerseys go for. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. I, a lot of people have said that these probably are fake or whatever, but this is like a seller that sells lots of clothes, like, you know, like a lot of a brand of clothes. So like they seem just to have some sort of supplier connection that it seems to be relatively legit. I, I obviously can't speak for him, but um, the pictures look, look pretty authentic. So it's, you know, it'd be an investment in both quantity and price. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't want to talk about anything else on eBay because I'm watching a couple Okay. Yeah, that's and that's a move. Like I, w- I obviously wouldn't have tweeted this out if I were actually interested. But there's no way I would purchase forty Union jerseys as jersey obsessed as we are. Right. Yeah, but, I feel like if if you were to do that, you'd have to be like trolling the parking lot during a tailgate, being like, "Yo, Union jersey, twenty bucks, authentic." Yeah. And and you you make what? I don't know, 800 bucks, 20 bucks a Jersey. Um, if you sold them all, but yeah, yeah, it's an interesting, it's an interesting, uh, move. I, I so. just hope someone that like, we know someone from like a union Twitter at least buys this and tell, and like, lets everyone know. Cause it just would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's interesting. There, there, and there is a lot of interesting union items on eBay right now. That's, that's all I'm going to say too. Cause I'm looking at a couple different things, but yeah. Yeah. Moving on. Let's let let's hope no one's listening anywhere. Um, oh, we're just about at the end. Yeah, All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah they, no they've dropped listening. off. Everyone's dropped off by now. Oh yeah, no one's listening anymore. Um, hope hope they all got safe to wherever they were driving to. Um, they could, anyway. uh, just shout out. Uh, oh, I don't know. Um, shout out to Ryan Richter, the new union assistant coach. Um, break it down, man. What, what's he going to be bringing to the team that uh, they're missing? A lot of flair. I mean, you've seen highlights of the, the the youth teams that he's coached, and they've been like tearing it up. So, bring some of that into the, the first team it could be pretty fun. Yeah. That's it right there. Yeah. Yep. No, it's cool. It seems like a, a cool dude. Um, it's cool to see the union develop coaches, like they develop players, and the the, the current coaching tree is is seems to taking shape, which is kind of cool. Um, yeah. Like Pat Newton moving on and everything. Um, but yeah, it's 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 it'll, it's exciting. It's it's cool that it's yeah just within the system. It just makes it feels good. It means it shows yeah. that the union doing doing the, doing a lot of right things to, to be able to do that. So, right, right, yeah, cool, man. Well, uh, do you? I mean, I guess we didn't do union best, union worst. I guess that's okay. We didn't really have anything to do. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I guess it's probably a good time to wrap it up. I think so. Cool. All right. Well, we'll we're gonna to talk to you guys in about two weeks. Uh, we're gonna to try to have a pretty cool guest on. Um, that's all we'll say with that. But in two weeks, yeah, we're hoping to have a guest on. We'll probably take next week off just because nothing is really going on. But uh, yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. I know it's been a while, but we we appreciate you guys, and we look forward to another solid year of 2022 Duke Brother action. Um. Yeah, thanks for listening. Keep being good people. Union.